Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anyhead.com morning show. Hello, my friends. That's right. I'm here. I'm back. Okay. Cut the music. We got low engineering quality on this podcast, as you can probably have been told throughout the years. But I wanted to record one for the recap of the Capital City Comic Con, which is actually going on as I record this podcast. I mean, like, literally, the show's on right now, and no, I'm not there. That's called foreshadowing. So, we will uh, get to that. So let's start it out. Capital City Comic Con takes place here in Lansing, Michigan, where I live. And it's it's kind of a pop culture con. It's certainly came a long way since when I first started it. Like when I did it years ago, it was maybe seven years ago. It was in a high school gymnasium, right? And then it went to, eventually went to the Breslin Center, which is where MSU plays their best, their football, or not football, basketball. One of those ball games, you know. And then now it's a a place called the Lansing Center, which is a big, you know, expo center downtown Lansing. And there's a bunch of hotels attached to it. It's a perfect place to have a show. I hadn't done the show for a little while. Last year I did it, and I had a great time. You know, it felt good to get back into the swing of things. You see, back in the day, I started doing conventions as an exhibitor around 2002, I think. And I've been all over the place. I've been to San Diego, uh, Dallas, North Carolina, uh, Mid-Ohio Con, Chicago, uh, Pittsburgh, a bunch of places, right? It used to be part of the the game, but over the last few years, with the nerd culture kind of coming into the zeitgeist, the, the prices have risen. Tables that used to be a hundred bucks are now like four hundred and fifty dollars or something, and then you got to pay for gas and hotel and food and all that. It's really tough for an independent comic book creator and artist and all that to uh, survive. So for a while, I was doing prints, and then I kind of didn't want to do that anymore, and I wanted to go back to just my books. But no one wants to buy the books; they want to buy the pop culture characters that they care about. If you want to sell books, you go to an indie show, which you know maybe next year I'll I'll think about doing. Anyway, uh, I did Lansing last year because I felt like, well, that's cool. I'll, it's it's a local show. I'll do it, and I had a great time. You know, it was great to get back out there and see everybody again. And, uh, like I haven't done the con circuit regularly in about five six years. You know, it's just it's been a while. It's been a while. So I had such a good time last year, and I think I probably talked about it on the podcast here. I immediately, when the tables went up for this year, I signed up, you know, got a regular table, absolutely, and got in, and then offered my services, and they, they put me on three different panels, which, whoa, 
Okay. I can do that. Two of them are on self-publishing. One's on launching a Kickstarter. Something I know a little bit about. <laughs> Since I've had, like, I think 15 successful Kickstarters. Anyway. Uh, I found out a lot of my buddies were exhibiting. The, the, the Lansing show doesn't bring a whole lot of... Uh, popular media guests. I don't think they have that in the budget right now, but they get some. Like, they got Ming Chen from uh, uh, Comic Book Men. They got uh, Aaron Douglas from Battlestar Galactica, who I'd met before. Uh, the little girl who was uh, Tony Stark's daughter in Avengers Infinity War. Etc., etc. Some people like that. A bunch of voice actors and Power Rangers and things like that, but nothing, no one massive that would take a lot of attention. You know? Or have a high asking rate or budget or anything like that. But maybe next year, because the show's growing. And I, I understand they're doing really well. So, that's great. That's great for them. They deserve it. And they're really good. I'll tell you, this show, there was more communication about things at this show than any other show I've ever done. It's, it was excellent. Really excellent. They got great people running it. Tim and uh, um, Sarge who's running the panels and stuff. Great communication. Wonderful people. And always helping everybody. Not just paying attention to the big guys. They're paying attention to the little guys. Like, I got emails from those guys. And it, it's, it's I feel really well and, and taken care of. Even more so today, and I'll explain. Again, foreshadowing in a minute. So I've been looking forward to the show. Hanging out with my friends again, seeing everybody. That's that's one of the fun things about when you do shows for a long time, you you start to build a network of friends and people and you see them again and again and you're like, Oh, you're still doing it, that's awesome. What do you got new? I got this new, let's trade, you know, it's like that. And it's so it's such a wonderful synergy. It's it's great. And it fuels me. Like, hey, I'm not alone in this. They're still doing it. And they love it. And they don't they don't. They aren't big dick in it. They're just hanging out and having a good time, and that's what it's about. That's why I chose this life. So Friday set up. I was expecting a buddy of mine, Matt. He was going to be at the show. Uh, he was just going to be there on Friday, and he was going to come in right uh, when they opened. It was like four to eight when the show was going to be open. And he did show up, and we hung out. We talked all, for the last, I think the first two hours the show was open, I was really busy. And then the last two hours it kind of tapered off, so I had a lot of good chance to sit and talk with him. And then after the show, we we walked uh, downtown, which in hindsight I'm kind of regretting that because it was quite a voyage. (laughs) And in my age I shouldn't be walking that, well, I I should, but it just, it took a lot out of me after a long day like that. And I, I mean, probably him too. We walked all. We thought a bunch of restaurants would be open. No, nope. there was only one restaurant open. It was called the Midtown Brewery, which I would also come to the next night. Which again, that's foreshadowing. I'll get to that. And we had a burger, and we just you know hung out for a couple hours and just talked. And it was really great to to connect with him and talk with him. And you know he got he supported the Kickstarter, so I was able to give him his stuff, and I got him some stuff, books, and he he got one of my paintings. He took that. And, you know, I refuse to make him pay for anything because he's always been a great friend and very supportive. And I'm like that. When when you keep coming back, I just I give stuff to you. You know, to me it's no big deal. It's it's gifts. I don't I don't need anything for it. I want him to have a good time. So, and he spent most of his time talking to me rather than shopping. I'm like, dude, go go fucking shop, dude. 
But anyway, one of the highlights of the show was I, I saw an old friend that I hadn't seen in shit close to 30 years. Here, here's the story. Years ago, I was in high school, and there was a girl. Her name was Elizabeth. Everybody called her Kibby. And I, you know, I I liked her. I probably would have dated her if she was interested. But I wasn't, you know, in love with her or anything. It was just like, oh, she's pretty. I'd, I'd ask her out, you know. And we were friends. And she had Lois Lane, Lois and Clark hair, <laughs> you know, that hairstyle. And I always used to tease her. We used to ride the Ictic bus in the mornings to our vocational education classes. And I'd say, you know, hey, when, when are we going to go on a date? She's like, how about second Tuesday of next week? I'm like, oh, okay, I'll wait for that. <laughs> and then every now and then I'd bring it up like, is it second Tuesday yet? She's like, no, I think it's next week maybe. We'll see. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It was always like a joke. You know, we were just fun. We were having a good time. And not too long ago, maybe a month or so ago, she, I mean, we graduated high school back in 96 and she'd moved to North Carolina and she's got a whole life there and a family and all that. And it's, it's, she's doing great. She's wonderful. And, uh, at one point about a month ago, she messaged me, she said, Hey, I'm going to come into town. I'm, I'm visiting some family and I'm flying out of Lansing. You live in Lansing, right? Do you want to, do you want to have lunch, catch up? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I can do that. But then, you know, it just didn't work out. didn't materialize. And that's fine. She's busy. I know how it gets when you want to make all these plans and then family comes up and then who knows, you can't get anything done. So I figured, well, she's back in North Carolina. You know, maybe maybe some other time in the future. So, cut to Friday. I'm working and I'm doing some sketch cards for some people. And this girl comes up and she got her head down looking at all the sketch cards. She's like, you don't have the character I want. I'm like, huh? She goes, I'm looking for something that talks about maybe the second Tuesday of next week. And as I, I hear that, I'm thinking, there's only one person that knows that joke. So I look up slowly, and she looks up slowly, and all of a sudden, I'm looking in the face of Kibby. I hadn't seen her in person since, you know, probably 1996. And I just, you know, we leapt over the table, we were hugging, and laughing. I'm like, how the hell are you here? You didn't come up just for this. She's like, no, I'm in town visiting family, but you know, my daughter wanted to come and check and cosplay and check out this place. And you know, I had to come see you. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so we caught, we caught up and she talked about, you know, she had a recent health scare. Luckily, you know, she's still with us. And you know, that's what happens when you get older, you start talking about your health, <laughs> which you'll hear that again from me in a little bit. And, uh, you know, her daughter was, was cosplaying, I think it was an anime character or something, and she was awesome. And I hooked him up with some books and art and stuff, and, you know, we just we just kept hugging, took photos together, and it was it was great to see her. It was a real highlight, a real surprise. Like, wow, that's awesome. And she's doing great. She does uh, promotion for events and stuff, and uh, she's actually talking about getting a second home up here in, in Michigan. So I think, yeah, she's probably doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm not sure what her husband does, but they, they, you know, they got it together. They got a great home down in North Carolina. I said, maybe I might I might be going to Heroes Con next year. I'm not sure yet. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, see you then. But it was great, great to talk to her. Great to run into her. And it was a real, it was a real special treat. I, you know, I, all I need is, you know, running into an old friend and it makes me happy, you know. I love it. So then I went through the rest of the show and just basically hung out with Matt and 
you know, saw my old friends again and, 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 uh, you know, just had a good laid back Friday night. And, um, let's see, Matt left right around, I don't know, 10 or 11. I got home. My head was spinning from the day. Like, wow, this was awesome. I got to hang out with everybody. I, I, I get to see old friends again and, and really old friends again. <laughs> Although, uh, Kibby and I's joke was, oh, we graduated school. Uh, high school like five years ago and she'd correct me and say no four and a half years ago <laughs> so, but I'll tell you you know even though it's been like 30 years since I've seen her she, she really hasn't aged a whole lot you know and I'm sure I have I got gray hair and shit it was, it's you know, I don't know time is weird man time is weird so Saturday is the day when you go to cons Saturday is the day everybody's out they're out of work they're coming they're bringing their friends they're bringing their kids Cosplay time, it's it's on. That's the party day. And that's the big sales day. Everybody knows that. So, of course, I got up. And I, you know, usually before a con, I, I can't sleep very well. But I slept pretty good because I've been, I've been exhausted this last couple of weeks. I've been moving stuff and doing things. A lot on my plate. So, uh, it's, been, it's been crazy. So, I, I got a pretty good night's sleep. Got up at seven thirty in the morning, had breakfast, went into work. Went into work. Yeah, it is work. Fuck it. I went into the con and got there early and set up and started talking to my neighbor a lot. Who was she hadn't done many shows, but we were just you know just talking about what it's like to go to shows and what it means and uh, you know how to compartmentalize uh, the sales aspect versus the art aspect, which you know is something I still struggle with. I think all of us struggle with that. You get when you're a an artist like that, you gotta, you gotta wear many hats, and that sucks. But <clears throat> to get popular enough, you don't have to sell yourself anymore. It, you, you gotta be hustling. You gotta be working. Saturday starts. It's kind of slow, but I'm hanging out. I'm talking to people. I'm running into my old buddy Jay Fosgett. We have a nice talk. We haven't talked in many, many years. I ran into my buddy Jay Jaycott by one of his books because he bought one of my books the night, the day before. And we start talking about digital work, and he's he's showing me his iPad Pro, which is like twice the size of mine. And he's talking about uh, file manipulation and digital stuff because he's all digital now, and I I don't do digital. And I was telling him some of the struggles I was having, uh, you know, using Photoshop and, and what he does versus Procreate, and uh, he's got a, a sheet across his iPad that makes it feel like a piece of paper, and the pros and cons of that. And I really appreciated that shop talk, you know. Uh, ran into my uh, a dude I know named Dave Brown. He's doing good. Uh, we were rocking around talking to other artists, and there was this one artist we were talking to who unfolded this this Transformers piece he was doing. It was eight and a half or or no seven, eleven by seventeen inches paper, eight pages taped together. It's like a big fold out of all these Transformers, and I'm like, dude, I'm exhausted just looking at that man. So I was just like walking around having a good time talking to people. You know, that that's the fun part of the con to me. I looked around the vendor area and I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool over there. Maybe I'll come back on Sunday and get that or think about it. And, oh, there's a place over there I could look through and, you know, uh, just just kind of making my rounds. There was one thing I saw. It was called, I think it was called the USS Yakemsey or Tekemsey. It's a Starfleet Star Trek uh, fan group that's here in Lansing that just started up like in November. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's my fucking jam. Are you kidding me? took a photo of their big enterprise that they had there on the table 
And I started talking to the guys, and I'm like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I live in Lansing here. I'm a massive Star Trek fan, and I'm happy to do anything you need for your charities. Uh, just reach out to me, and I will, uh, you know, I'm happy to do some artwork for you, and you can auction it off for your charities, whatever. I mean, that's, I'd love to be involved, you know. I don't know how many, I, I don't think I could set up at events for you, but I can, you know, absolutely be involved in some way. And, you know, they, they're good people, so I'm looking forward to working with them. Uh, let's see. What happened after that? Oh. Show starts, you know, selling, doing good. And Amanda Connor's there. And so is Jimmy Palmiotti, her husband. Amanda Connor is, no lie, top five favorite artists of mine of all time. Without her, there would be no Star Slam. You know, her work on this book called The Pro gave birth to Star Slam. I'm not even going to hide the idea that I was massively influenced by that book to be like, oh, you could do some sort of funny erotica book. And it was written by Garth Ennis, too, I should, and, and inked by Palmiotti. I think colored by someone else, I can't remember the name. But it, it, dude, without that book, it would be, I'd be, you know, there would be no Star Slam, for sure. And and her clean line work and her, her person, the personality she puts into her, her lines and her, uh, her poses and her characters, just, just massive influence, huge, right? And so they recently had a Kickstarter for a smut collection of a bunch of random smut stuff she'd done. She doesn't do much of it, but she was, she'd worked on stuff like Power Girl and Wonder Woman, or not Wonder Woman, um, maybe she did some Wonder Woman stuff, but I mean, she's done a lot of stuff, for DC especially, and her and her hubby do their own stuff now, they kind of got their own thing, and you know, Palmiotti's been an inker for major comics for years, and the Punisher, and a bunch of other stuff, you know, a legend, both of them are legends in the in the industry. Anyway, I went up early and, and and Jimmy was there and I talked to him for a bit and he's like, yeah, she's she's sleeping in a little bit. Oh, that's totally fine. I'll come back, you know. And he was really personable, really nice. I'd talked, I'd met both of them before very briefly at a Dallas Con at a bar, and I just said, hey, how you, you guys having a good show? Oh, cool, all right, you know. But I didn't want to bother him, you know. They were there to party and have a good time with people they knew. I just, you know, there was a casual lull, and I was nearby, and I was like, hey, how you doing? You guys having a good show? Cool, all right, you know, that's it. Finally, I went back, and she was there. And I brought the Kickstarter book, and my copy, I have another copy of the Pro. It was my reading copy, but now it's going to be my hanging copy, because I got them both to sign it. Uh, and I'll have to get another one that I can read. And... uh You know, I, I, as she was autographing the books for me, I I couldn't help. I, I, I tried to hold it back, but I, I had to start gushing. I'm like, look, I I, I don't mean to gush, but I, you really are one of my absolute top five favorite artists of all time. You, your work has absolutely influenced me. It's I can't even begin to tell you how much I love your work. It's thank you for doing what you do. And she was like, oh, thank you. You know, she's very nice. And then she pulls out the book. The, there's a little page in the front with like a girl looking at a blank TV screen and she starts get, she gets a pencil out and starts doodling stuff on it I'm like what are you doing and she's like I'm just doing a little sketch here and I'm like you don't have to draw anything in my book man just you know you, you got you got other stuff going on you probably got sketches here galore just 
you don't have to do anything in my book. And she's like, no, no, I'm happy to do it. And she drew like a little head, a face with some boobs, <laughs> and then wrote on there, thanks for looking up the smut, you know, and then signed it. And while she was doing that, I pulled out a couple 20s and tried to hand them to her. And she's like, no, no, I don't, I don't need that. I'm like, dude, come on, let me at least buy you a drink or lunch or something. Take the money. She's like, no, you donate, donate that to an animal charity. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, man, I'm in love with these folks. <laughs> They're so fucking awesome. By that time, Jimmy would come back and he'd sign my copy of the Pro. And, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, donate it to an animal charity. We're, we're big into animals. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. These guys are fucking awesome. They're so nice. The nicest folks I've ever met. <laughs> it's so cool. Then I got to pull Jimmy aside for a second, and I said, hey, listen, in the pro, it has a pretty definitive ending, right? And the pro came out, I don't know, maybe 2002, 2005, somewhere in there. In a recent image thing, there was like a little teaser that kind of indicated there might be more to the story. And I said, I saw that. Is there more coming? And he told me something. I don't know if it's supposed to be out there, general knowledge, so I won't say it. But he told me something. And he kind of said it under his breath a little bit. So I think that kind of tells me, you know, it's not going to be common knowledge. So don't, don't spoil it. So out of respect for that, I won't say anything. But I was, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, just, it was a highlight. I walked away just floored. <laughs> like, wow, what a, what a moment. That was, it's, so, it's so great to have lived this life where I've got to meet a lot of my heroes and they've never disappointed and absolutely meeting Amanda and Jimmy was um, a wonderful highlight. They don't come to Michigan that often. I was telling another dude I know who got a sketch from her and was kind of reeling a little bit from the price. Like, dude, totally worth the money. Your, your, your sketch is absolutely wonderful. Look at this thing. And they don't come to Michigan often. So, yeah. You, you got a deal. Trust me. You'll you'll never regret it. You might be reeling now a little bit, but you, you'll be all right. Um, that same guy uh, that I'm talking about who got the sketch came up and got some stuff from me. Here's the story with him. I think I might have talked about him last year when I talked about Co uh, Cap City Comic Con. Was that um, years ago, I think I was exhibiting at the Lansing Mall. <laughs> so I wasn't even li living in Lansing yet. And uh, this family came up, and I do I did some sketches for, he's probably 10 or 12, you know. And then last year he came up, and he's, you know, he's an adult now. And he was talking about, he's going to college and all this stuff, and I'm just like, I, and he remembered me, and he's like, I still got your sketches, I still have them on my wall. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, when you hear that, as an artist, especially someone like me, whose work... Um, I don't mean to, I'm not saying this to downplay myself or anything, but I'm, I'm just trying to be realistic is that, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big name. I'm not, I don't have my name in lights, but for sp uh, sporadic people here and there, their, your work means a lot to them. And you must never lose sight of that fact that you're always someone something, you know, and the fact that this kid kept my stuff on, on his wall for so long and remembered me and came back just was... It just, it, it, there's no words for that. 
you know, when you're reeling from the from the prices of the t- con tables and you go through those days where you don't sell anything and, and you're, you're doubting yourself and then, and then you have those moments you just you can't put a price on it you can't and you're like this is all fucking worth it you know what I mean anyway he came back at the show and he, he got that demand counter sketch and he and his family were telling me that he just he went through a, a really terrible tragedy he, he got in a car accident someone um was driving a company car and was just going too fast, ran ran a stop sign or ran a light and smashed into him on the driver's side, T-boned the car. And he was all messed up. He had to have rods put in his back, uh, several surgeries, he's had physical therapy, but I mean, he was walking around, he was doing good, he looked good. And I, I got up and I gave him a hug. I'm like, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so happy. Um, yeah, it sucks that this happened, man. I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. I'm so glad. And he, he, you know, he got a couple more sketches and little sketch cards I do. And I was talking to him and the family while I while I drew them. And after after I was done with them, I just handed them to him. I'm like, no, nope, these are gifts. You don't have to pay me for them. I, I'm just this is a gift. To, I'm just glad you're here. And he, he gave me another hug. I hugged hugged his mom. Just you know, those connections you make with people just are wonderful they make it worth it you know and that to me probably was the highlight of the show I mean yeah seeing my old high school friend was great meeting my hero was great and getting a sketch from her was great and to know how nice her and her husband was they didn't bother to take my money for it or anything I mean they should have I still wish they would have but the fact that they're like, no, we don't need that. Just, just donate to an animal charity <laughs> was a big deal. But but that that moment to me was the highlight. The highlight of the show. Not to also downplay me hanging out with all my friends too, like Matt and uh, other people I'm going to talk about in a minute. It, it, it was wonderful. So we did the panel. Me and this guy, J.R. Harris, I think his name is, we did a panel on kickstarting. And we were all excited about doing it. We walk in there. There's nobody in the room. <laughs> and he's sitting there. He's dressed as Wario for some reason. I don't know why. He told me, he's like, oh, we're my friend at my booth buddy and I were cosplaying today. He's, uh, he's Waluigi and I'm Wario from Mario, you know. And he's like, I forgot we were on a panel today. Now I look like a big dork. <laughs> you know? So we walked in. I'm like, oh, no. Here it is. This is my biggest fear. Now, uh, we started joking about it. Like we're just we're gonna we're gonna make this a joke. We'll hang out for ten minutes and then we'll leave deflated. Maybe we'll hang ourselves in here. <laughs> They'll come in for the next panel. We're just hanging. <laughs> I don't know. We got dark humor. It was fun. We we're having fun. But then finally, one gal came in, and I'm like, "Hey!" And she's like, "Hey, I'm here for the kickstarting." thing and I joked I said no 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 this is the panel for uh, the, our TV show Star Wolf I was uh, you know I was an actor on Star Wolf I was Captain uh, John Smith and this is uh, you know my commander Cody here <laughs> and we were just joking around anyway she it was just her in the panel so she scooted her chair up to the table and, and started telling us about what she wanted to do and it really wasn't related to comics per se she was talking about kickstarting some money for uh, uh 
a gaming cafe she wanted to open up here in town. And she had wonderful ideas. And so we just, you know, we listened to her and we, we talked about you know, things we've learned about how to kickstart and gave her some suggestions and stuff. And, and uh, it, was, it was a really good conversation. You know, I, I actually, you know, much preferred it to what would have been a traditional panel of us just up there talking, you know. We got to really sit and, and help someone. And I hope that she does actually take our advice and her uh, campaigns are successful. If, if When she launches them, I'll, uh, I'll see if I can put them on my socials so y'all are aware of them. Yeah, here in Lansing, she wants to open a, a bakery slash coffee shop slash um, gaming uh, place. You know, people can go and play game uh, tabletop games, which I think is kind of becoming a thing. Because I think there's one in Grand Ledge where I live now. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was a good good time. It ended up pretty pretty good. <laughs> uh, so let's see. The show ends, and uh, there was a a drink and draw at the Midtown Brewery where I was the night before. Uh, the the art collected by the artists would uh, be for charity. It would be donated a silent auction and the money would go to uh, an art scholarship at MSU I think so I did a big drawing of uh, a bunch of cartoon girls uh, like the Jetson girls, uh, Flintstone girls uh, Smurfette, She-Ra a bunch of 80s and 90s or 70s cartoons and I, I, I've got a photo of it I'll put it up on my socials and you guys can see that I didn't get to color it. It was begging for color, but I didn't bring any of my markers. So hopefully someone bought it and wants to color it. I don't know. And uh, at the sh- at that thing, I was sitting with a couple girls. Well, it was three girls. Uh, they just I was sitting in a comfy chair. I got in the, a corner booth because I wanted to sit in the comfy chair because of my back. And uh, They just kind of came in. And they're like, hey, would you mind three cute girls sitting with you? I'm like, yeah, I guess not. Sure. I'm waiting for a couple friends to come because my, my buddy Dean and his wife are going to come. I said, you know, as long as we got room for them, yeah, you're welcome to sit down. Turns out they were running, uh, they run a, a booth for uh, like wood etched dice towers and you know gaming devices and that kind of thing. So they weren't really artists per se, but uh, they were there. But they they all drew pieces. And one one of the girls wasn't even involved with them. She was like a booth babe for a big scrolly uh, print. Uh, booth kiosk that was there in the show apparently this guy is so well known and rich from the prince that he he wasn't even at the show right he was at another show I think somewhere in Miami and he hired this girl as a booth babe right to fly from Vegas to come man this table and sell her his prince and I'm thinking in my head like man I wish I was that popular jeez <laughs> anyway um hung out with them and they were fun you know they were they were younger and they were just talking about how they're just starting up their business and you know and they were like how many shows are you doing this year I'm like just this one she's like well how can you survive I'm like oh, I, I do my, my stuff online I got a whole other business plan than what you're doing and uh, they're like we just this is like our second year how, how many years have you been doing this I'm like 22 years <laughs> I've been self-publishing for next year will be 30 years and she's like why you know it was, it was kind of fun my buddy Dean and his wife Midget showed up and, and we all just hung out and just laughed and ate the tacos that were provided for us and just had a good time it was a good night 
you know, and I ended up giving them a ride back to the, the, the show so that they could go to sleep and whatnot. And, and I headed home and my, my head was reeling from everything that happened. I was just like, wow, what a great night. I can't wait for Sunday. I passed out around 1230, one o'clock in the morning, anxious for Sunday to start. Okay, cut to 3.30 in the morning, Sunday morning. I'm woke up with a terrible, terrible stomachache. I'm in the bathroom for the next three and a half hours. Right? And, I, you know, I'm going to give you TMI, but, I mean, it's to me, it's a necessary part of the story to understand what I've been going through today. I, uh... It's massive, bad diarrhea the worst and to the point where I'm like dude haven't I pooped enough (laughs) how much could I have in me my gosh it's just it was like taking a 32 ounce drink and just pouring it into the toilet that's what it was like sorry if you're eating while you're listening to this but I'm just just trying to be honest and my stomach still hurt so I forced myself to uh, to vomit and yeah, I did. And then I did maybe a couple hours later. So I was up all morning. I was tired. I couldn't trust myself. I went through, I don't know, five pairs of underwear. I'm not even joking. It's, it was bad. It's bad. And it, as I record this, I'm still kind of in it. But I felt like crap this morning. And I felt like, what am I going to do? I can't go to the show. Because it just happens, you know? There's no warning. It just comes out. It's bad. I can't do the show. What if I shit my pants? It's going to be embarrassing. I can't do it. Plus, if I call out, how am I going to go back and get my stuff? i got to trouble one of my friends to grab my stuff for me. Maybe I can go write a show in and, and grab my stuff there, you know? I was trying to think of what I could do. Uh, so I wrote the con people and I said, Hey, listen, I've fell ill. I, I can't come. I've never called in sick to a comic con ever in my 20 some years of doing this, but I don't think it's a good idea if I come, I'm not sure if this is a virus or if it's something I ate. I don't know. And it's weird because earlier in the week I had a bad stomach bug too, where I, I vomited at my work and I, I went home. And I was very sick. Not as sick as I was today, but sick. And they wrote me back something really nice. Like, dude, don't worry about it. It's good. Thanks for everything you did this weekend. We'll we'll hook up and we'll we'll do some, some more stuff together coming up soon. You know, just get better. And I was like, wow, that's super nice. I can't recommend Lansing Comic Con enough or the Capital City Comic Con enough for how kind they were. All weekend, but also especially with this going on. And I put the announcement out on social, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not coming to the show today. I'm just, I'm too sick. And I've got a lot of messages of, you know, get better, you know, and then, and that feels really good. But, um, sitting here, no, as I record this, knowing the show is going on, after I've already had such a great weekend, really tears me up. I'm really upset. And uh, 
I was really looking forward to doing those other two panels today. I have a lot of thoughts on self-publishing. I wanted to pass on that knowledge, and I don't, I didn't get to. And I wanted to see my friends one more time. Because I don't think I'm going to be doing any more shows for this year. I mean, maybe... There's one in Grand Rapids in November. I'm considering it. But I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next year, I'm going to try to do a bunch of different shows. Because, you know, like I've, I've been saying, it's my 30th anniversary in comics. And I thought I'd do some sort of victory lap tour. You know, just for me. Not because I need the income or anything, but just be like, you know, I've made it this far and I want to go and travel and, and do this stuff and see people I, I don't get to see all that often, but I remember, you know, have those experiences. Uh, and I plan to because this weekend was wonderful, even though it, it's now ended kind of in a down note. It's um, it really has been great. Luckily, my buddy Dean's there, and he's getting my stuff for me and putting it in a car, and I'm going to pick it up later this week. So thank you to him and his wife for doing that for me. Because I was going to try to go and pick it up, but, I, you know, if I do have a virus, I don't want to go there and get anybody sick or anything and then have to explain it. And I don't know. I just didn't want to do it. Plus, I can't trust myself right now. Like I said, it just happens. It's a bad stomach bug. I'm concerned because I just had something last week. You know? Was it something I ate? I don't know. Have I been carrying a stomach bug for the last few days? I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, I squeezed most of my experiences into those two days. And I had a lot of great stuff happen. I was looking forward to more stuff happening today. And I didn't even get to shop, really. I was looking forward to shopping. <laughs> I wanted to go around to the booths and get some stuff, but yeah, I didn't get to. That's okay. Be another time. I'm mostly disappointed I didn't get to do the panels and, and see my friends again and say goodbye. <sighs> Bums me out. But again, it's hard to be mad when all the cool stuff had happened this weekend. It has happened. So, thanks for everybody for coming out to the show, and if you're listening to this and you were there, and yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for everything, and uh, we'll do it again. Hopefully next year I'll be there. I'm already planning on it. I'm planning on a bunch of shows next year, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll just end the pod, this podcast with that because I've got a, a million other thoughts going about other stuff. But uh, I've already been going almost 40 minutes here, and that's enough. <clears throat> we'll do it again. We'll do another podcast. Folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And believe me, a weekend like this makes me feel like I, I have the best life. Really good life. And I appreciate it. I have no idea how much I appreciate it. Peace and love, everybody. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.